Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Steel City Underground WTF podcast week 14. My name is Terry Fletcher. So I've had a chance to at least take a breath after the unfortunate 2118 uh, Foxborough victory, oh, I should say New England Patriots victory over the Kenny Pickettless Pittsburgh Steelers. It was just an unfortunate game. I mean, you, you're, you've got two yards to go, two yards. Why are you doing a Hail Mary down the field to someone who doesn't even catch passes often? You get two yards, whether you run it, if you know you're going on fourth down, or you basically hand it off to somebody, or I hate the pitch backwards. That seems to be the the new, um, you know, very predictable play for the Steelers. But it was just, when I hear Tomlin say, and you know I'm a fan, when I hear him say, oh, we play to win. No, you did not play to win. You didn't even play too tight up to go into overtime. You didn't even play to give us a shot. I don't know what that was. And Mitch Trubitsky, no, 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 no. I know he's starting again, but... The Steelers, 7-6, they're on the bubble for the playoff picture, but they've got other things they've got to deal with because, as you know, there was a, I think it was the first or second play of the game where T.J. Watt got hit in the jaw and it knocked his helmet in a weird position, so um, he definitely had some issues there. And then he came back in with a helmet that had a kind of a, a tinted visor on it. And Mike Tomlin said he didn't realize that. Well, that's what you do when somebody has a migraine or... Now what he's in for concussion protocol, so they may get in trouble for that. We've got Alex Highsmith, the other edge rusher that's out for a neck injury, both in concussion protocol, and we have a Saturday game. So I don't know. You know, we play the Colts, we're and but two losses at home to two and ten teams. I would think that the Patriots are kind of mad too, because that's gonna change their draft position. I know a lot of Patriots fans are like, You had one job, Steelers, one job. What the heck were you doing out there? But, you know, Joey Porter, he, you know, did his job fine, but he forced, you know, incompletions on two passes. Um, He only allowed two catches for 28 yards, but still, we just had absolutely terrible offense, and it starts with Mitch Trubisky after, you know, he was named the starter here, and I, I can't even tell you how mad I was at that game. I wasn't even disappointed like we have been in different games. I was mad because that was just you know, really bad coaching errors, coaching mistakes. And you, you just got, you've got a quarterback who on a scale of one to 10 is a three at best. And you're trying to get him to yes, move the ball down the field, but he can't make some of those throws. He can't, we've got to get our run game going, making sure we're staying in it. And, you know, trick plays at the one yard line when you don't just run it in. Yes, we ended up with a touchdown anyway, but that's so stupid. Stop with stupid things. It just drives me insane. Don't want to do that. Tampa Bay 29, Atlanta Falcons 25. (laughs) I'm telling you, it is just Desmond Ritter is just, you know, he gets intercepted more than anybody I know. And he gave the Bucks a red zone opportunity. And it just... It's just interesting just watching that weird Falcons team. I don't know what they're thinking, but Arthur Smith, he's going to he's gonna need to find a job, I would think, after this season. Baltimore Ravens. Okay, first of all, there was a block in the back on that um, touchdown 60, what was it, um, 
uh, return, punt return for the, or kickoff return in overtime, you had one job to do Rams. You were winning 31, 31. And then what happened? So you ended up getting the, they ended up giving the Ravens the punt return. I keep saying that the kickoff return, um, for a touchdown, but they missed the block in the back. It would have come back all there and you don't know what would have happened after that. But the Ravens, yes, they're at the top of the AFC North. So I will stop with my sour grapes, even though it reminds me of when, and they still play this, of when their kicker, uh, Tucker, ended up getting that 62, 65-yard field goal years ago when they did not call the penalty on the Ravens. That was a, should have been a loss of down and it was delay of game. And it's like, you know, that should never have counted for that win back then. So it drives me crazy. There seem to be the the new fair-haired boys out there. Chicago over Detroit. But I don't know what's going on with Detroit. They looked pretty good at the beginning of the season, but since Thanksgiving, they have looked terrible. And so the Bears definitely uh, kind of um, clocked them. And uh, with that 15-point win, that's crazy. You know, Lions running back Gibbs totaled 66 yards and a touchdown on 11 carries, but the red zone for the Detroit, it, it just it just was not good. We hoped that the Indianapolis Colts was going to take care were going to take care of the Bengals, but no, the Bengals, and that's how they jumped over the Steelers to be in the second spot right now in the AFC and the Indianapolis Colts, so they beat them 34-14. But it's a good sign for the Steelers again that are gonna go with Mitch Trubisky. They're not even gonna give Mason Rudolph a, ch- a chance, but we know what he can do. So it's not like it's to me it's lateral with somebody that has a little bit better vision in the pocket. But let's hope we have a chance with that game. So they they've got um who is it? Uh Minshew. So this will be interesting to see what we do there. Especially if we don't have our two starting edge rushers. The Jaguars were beaten by the Cleveland Browns again. Oh my gosh. This is not, that was not the week for the Steelers to lose a game. I'm going to keep going back to that because it's, I'm so mad still. Browns 31, Jacksonville Jaguars 27. Um, but you, you also had to realize you had a very hurt uh, quarterback on the Jag, Jaguars. So when you've got a, when you've got a hurt quarterback, it's hard to come back. Saints 28, Panthers 6. The Panthers are skating their way in to the uh, to the draft. They just one win. They're they're going to be they're going to be crazy. But Derek Carr, um, he had one of her, his better his better games, even though he's not that great. Um, but you know when you're playing a, a one in forever team, what are you going to say? The Jets beat Houston. So CJ Stroud, he got knocked down a lot in this game. Now his head bounced off the turf and he was forced out to be evaluated for a concussion. Um, and, it, and we never want anybody to be knocked out for a concussion, even if we absolutely hate the team, hate, you know, because of competition and the quarterback. But we hope we definitely are sending our prayers to him. But that was definitely what the football. But the Jets, you know, it was funny. Here's a good what the football moment. I was listening to Zach Wilson talk when they said, okay, you're coming in. And I heard his conversation or what they said it was with his coach, Robert Sally. And the coach said, basically said to me, what are you going to do? Bench me for the fourth time. I have nothing to lose here. All I can do is win. And if I lose, I lose. And he was right. He came out, you know, he just absolutely came out, did his job and won the game. So all I have to say is good for him. 
the Minnesota Vikings, Las Vegas Raiders. Now we were watching the Red Zone channel, so this was kind of an interesting game. I kept going back and forth and first quarter, no score. Second quarter, no score. When we came back from halftime and still no score, I'm like, okay, this is not even a game you want to watch because you're just like, what the heck? But then they did bench Josh Dobbs. Apparently that experience is over. Put in Mullins in to replace him. He did provide a spark and they ended up winning the Minnesota Vikings. They're still in the playoff picture. So now they're seven and six in the playoff picture for the NFC and they won three to zero. So Raiders definitely did, couldn't do anything there at all. The, I think the best team in football right now is the 49ers. That's just my personal opinion. 28-16 over the Seahawks. Um, even though Tyler Lockett, my fantasy wide receiver, he had six receptions for 89 yards. Metcalf was held. He only had two receptions uh, and a score. But Drew Locke, he was thrust into action. He completed 11 of 16 passes. They, they couldn't use their starting quarterback, Geno, because he, again, um, had some issues. So... Maybe they keep with him. He's pushing them at least further to get somewhere. I mean, I realize that they lost, but he, he looked a little better than um, than Gino has. But he does have some turnover-worthy throws So than the second halves. But you, you're going against the best, you know, and again, arguably the best uh, team in football, 49ers. So we'll see what happens there. I think the most talked-about game, the most talked-about game had to be Buffalo-Kansas City. We know that there was a crazy last play. We were sitting there watching it going, oh my gosh, and then it got called back. So when you see, um, you know, Ladarius Tony, where he is clearly over past the ball over the line of scrimmage, but I haven't heard them call offsides for offense either. So they said they've done it 22 times, now 23 this year. They also did it in the Philadelphia game. I don't know to make a point or whatever. Doesn't mean that he doesn't mean because they don't usually call it that they shouldn't call it if it's there and it's blatant. Buffalo won over Kansas City, which means the third loss for Kansas City. Buffalo 20, Kansas City 17. And for the AFC, that puts so many teams. What is there now? Seven teams that are seven and six. Yeah, there's no room for error for any teams that are not in first place. And Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs are still first in their division at what is it now? Eight and four. But they're slowly losing steam, that's for sure. Denver Broncos, so over Chargers. Now, Justin Herbert suffered a finger injury, knocked him out of the game. It now he just it turned out it was fractured. He had to have surgery this week, and now he's out for the season. So now they had to put in somebody called Easton Stick. That's his backup. And he hadn't had a um, a throw since 2020. So now he's going to be taking it forward, but Broncos won 24-7. Cowboys-Eagles. Oh my goodness. Cowboys-Eagles. So Cowboys 33, Eagles 13. You know, I keep saying that the Eagles haven't played their best football. They didn't play it that night either. There was not an offensive touchdown. It was absolutely crazy. And of course, I take the over because Dallas Cowboys have been at home scoring all kinds of points. But they did not, and the over was 52 and a half. How many points did I need? I needed one more touchdown. Yeah, it didn't happen. So Cowboys won there, and now people are calling me the best team on the planet. I don't think so. Maybe maybe in Dallas they're the best team. But we'll see what happens there. But Eagles, yeah, so those are two 10-3 teams, something to keep an eye on, definitely. Um, but when I was talking back in the Kansas City Chiefs game, 
You know, when you look at, I, I just want to go back to that because the the what the football moment was when, so Pat Mahomes sent a, threw a pass to Travis Kelsey and it was in the last minutes of the, actually last seconds of the game and they needed uh, four points. So they had to have a touchdown. They couldn't go for a field goal and he catches it, but then he gets towards the, the end zone. So he's in the red zone and he's probably, I don't know, maybe at the seven yard line. And he throws a backwards pass to Ladarius Tony, who came down that way, and he just scoots into the end zone, touchdown, game over. No. Because of his offside penalty call, it's called back. Oh, man. Talk about a what-the-football moment. But I think what's worse on that, we're going to see some fines for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes because they both complained about the refs now we can complain about the refs all the time because as you know Steelers they don't like the refs don't like them but we never get holding calls you know we get they they I think this is the this seems to be the the year of there's no foul we're picking up the we're picking up the flag I see that so many times like why throw it if there's no foul they all get together and go was it really a foul kind of not really but you can't complain about the refs especially publicly and remember, Deontay Johnson got fined a couple weeks ago, 25000 Well, based on what Mahomes said and based on what Andrew Reid said, I could see a combined, you know, maybe $100,000 for them. And I think one thing that the NFL officiating needs to do is they need to show us that when they're, they do get a call wrong, and let's face it, they do, we need to see what happened to them. Did they get talked to? Did the, you know, head of NFL officiating uh, fine any of their referees i mean how do you know or do they just say you don't get these good games in you know this um in this market so it would be helpful if fans could figure out how they're also impacted when they make a bad call but either way they were whining in kansas city and think about all the calls they've gotten that they shouldn't have so we're just like shut up then we have tennessee and um, miami so those games and Green Bay Packer and New York Giants, we don't want to talk about them because those are both Monday night games. So to the NFL, stop doing back-to-back, or I should say simultaneous Monday night games. That's not okay. It's not fun. And we nobody wanted to watch that. You had to go back and forth unless you have a gigantic TV to be able to watch two and one. But who wants to watch two and one? I don't. So that was, and it was down to the, the last game at the, you know, um, to be able to watch that. So, but it, it was definitely something that nobody wants to, to continue to, to watch something like that. Um, you, you, you need to be able to focus on one game at a time, or at least with red zone, um, you're getting what's going on in scoring situations. You're not just dealing with, with trying to watch two games and it was, it was just really unfortunate. So to, to actually see that was just like, what are you doing? But the Titans actually beat the Miami Dolphins. Now Tyreek Hill had a, had a moment where he was in and out of the game and he really didn't impact the game. Um, Tua was having a hard time with his throws. And so they won in the last minute by stopping the Dolphins, Green Bay Packers, New York Giants, the Giants pulled off a win there. So the Packers, and Jordan Love, who they expected to win. There are a lot of underdogs that won the games this weekend. And so I think that's the biggest what the football moment. So we've got all weekend football. We've got Saturday and Sunday games coming up. I hope everyone's ready for that. And even though we're very frustrated with the Steelers, they're still number six in the AFC hunt for postseason. I don't know if we're going to get there, but 
you know what? All we can do is keep the faith and hope we win in Indy. So everyone, make it a great day, a great week. See you Saturday. And thank you for listening to the Still City Underground WTF podcast. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com.